Welcome to Season 5 of Retrain Your Brain. I'm Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang, and it's not enough to know what to do. You have to feel strong enough to do it. I use practical positive psychology tools alongside coaching to create that healthy buffer to the dips of life's roller coaster so you can continue to flourish. And this season, we're going to look at some of those tools. If you've listened to my other podcasts in this season, you will have heard that I've previously mentioned the very powerful point that Martin Seligman made on depression. He said, I thought that when you cure depression, you get a healthy person. You don't. You get an empty one. His meaning is simply when you remove mental illness, if somebody has not been taught to find happiness or wellness or fulfillment, you actually also need to offer those skills. Hence the use of positive psychology techniques alongside traditional mental health treatment. Many therapists and coaches will do this informally anyway. We are trained to create a safe, consistent environment to explore pain and anxiety without judgment, to be trusted with difficult information within the boundaries of our ethical codes. However, there are also formal exercises that will be suggested, which in time grow a sense of empowerment, confidence, and eventually joy, which creates that buffer to the later stressors. Life and its ups and downs don't stop just because you finish treatment. This buffer, this extra padding, consists of the recognition and proactive interaction within five key areas. Building positive emotion, getting that person engaged in life, having relationships, healthy ones, removing the toxic ones, finding meaning and purpose, and focusing on accomplishments. Seligman further divided these areas into 24 character values. And what he says about these values is they're present in all of us and they will affect our ability to build positive emotion. They'll affect our engagement. They'll affect our ability to have healthy relationships. And everyone uses them, but we have a preference for some over others. However, if we actually engage with all of them, we'll probably find many different ways of building our own strength of character and really believing in who we are and why we're doing things. So this podcast is going to go through those 24 values, those 24 strengths of character, and simply pick your passion. Think about one and focus on it each day, perhaps. Every day I do a daily intention setting where I choose one of these strengths or a subsection of one of these strengths. Number one, appreciation of beauty and excellence. Maybe reflect for a moment on the beauty that others may miss, the chrysalis that protects the butterfly, a cool breeze on a warm day, a warm drink on a cold one. Number two, bravery. Voice that thing you've held back on. You can do it kindly. And if you find you cannot speak authentically with someone, recognize the people with whom it is possible and try to spend more time in their company and seek out people like them with whom you can be authentic. Three, creativity. Think of two different ways of approaching a problem that you've not tried before. 
for curiosity. I'm just trying something is actually one of my favourite phrases. Do something new today, whether it's trying a new food or a new fashion style or learning something you didn't know. It doesn't have to cost money or take long, just give it a go. And you don't need to stick with it if it doesn't work. Remember, we're all adults. Number five, fairness. Can you offer your voice to someone or something that perhaps has been previously overlooked? Six, forgiveness. When we forgive, we do it to release the negative control others have over us. We do not do it to condone nor forget. To practice forgiveness, try this lovely Hawaiian prayer. Ho'oponopono. Think of the thing or person you wish to move on from and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And repeat that. It actually suggests you repeat it 108 times, but I would simply say, just repeat it a few times first. And you may even find you're saying it to yourself for any part that you may be played in allowing that situation to happen. It is possible to forgive yourself as well. Number seven, gratitude. Tell someone you love how grateful you are to have them in your life. Tell them why too. And remember, accept gratitude and thanks when it comes your way. Don't shrug it off with, it's nothing. Simply say, you're very welcome. Number eight, honesty. Find a way of expressing an inner truth, perhaps through drawing or journaling or writing or creating a song. You don't need to tell others, but just be honest with yourself. Number nine, hope and optimism. Reflect on a situation with optimism, whether it's over what you're learning or your knowledge that you are strong enough to get through. Write down any realistic thoughts that make you feel better about that situation or about yourself. Number 10, humility. Seek feedback from someone you trust on an area that you may want to develop. 11, humour. Instead of instinctively becoming defensive, consider whether humour would help to call something out in a situation where you might feel you're slighted. It might at least open good-natured dialogue. For example, simply asking, why did you say that? May actually at least start a conversation about something that you may feel bad about, but the other person hasn't even realised they said. Number 12, judgment or rather critical thinking. Double check something for its validity or reliability before you share it. 13, kindness. Check in on someone today. 14, leadership. Support someone else in developing their strengths by asking them if they have any traits they wish to develop and then point them in the right direction. 15, love. Surprise someone who cares for you with a funny message or maybe a hot drink or perhaps a little treat. 16, love of learning. Read something that inspires you and reflect on its meaning. One of my favorite books at the moment is The Book of Joy by Archbishop Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama. Number 17, perseverance. Praise yourself for the number of times you've been able to keep going even when it was tough, because that little reminder will also work for when you face tough times again. 18, perspective. For something you may be struggling with, 
See if you can see two completely different or contrasting perspectives on it. 19. Prudence. Even for an easy decision, take a moment to ask yourself, what actually do I want to achieve before you choose? Always think about the outcome you're trying to get to. 20. Self-regulation. Remind yourself that even in a difficult moment where you feel like you can't control anything, you can at least control your breathing. Then take a deep breath in for four, hold for two, out through the mouth for six, and then proceed. 21. Social intelligence. Listen to the point of view of someone outside your echo chamber. You don't have to agree, but it can be helpful to remember there are many complexities to opinions. It also reminds us that when we're disagreed with, it doesn't mean anyone's wrong or needs to feel threatened. It's just simply a difference of opinion. 22. Spirituality. Find a podcast or affirmation video that you enjoy and give yourself 10 minutes to really focus on it. Spirituality and meditation is not necessarily something that is religious or anything that has to be done with chimes or symbols or music. It can be taking that time to focus on something, reflect on it and gain some clarity in moving forward whilst you're in a safe environment. 23. Teamwork. Find one thing to praise about your team today. And don't forget, this can be your work team, sports team, or your team of family and friends. They are part of your team too. 24. Zest and enthusiasm. Do something that raises your vibe for you. For example, playing music, eating a food you like, looking at something you love. We can be brought down so easily by surrounding negativity. So also... Unfollow any social media accounts that don't make you feel great. We always need to top up our personal supply of feeling good. The whole point about identifying the strengths we really like to use and engaging with the others just to make sure we still remember how to use them is not necessarily going to make us better at our jobs or better leaders. They are just simply the values which speak to us and make us feel like us. They energize us. And if you identify the ones that you really like and you find you don't engage with them a lot, you can feel quite drained. For example, I love being passionate and enthusiastic and having that zest for life. But when I'm surrounded by people who are very, very negative or, oh, I can't do that, or I have to really G them up, it absolutely drains me. But I find when I'm with people who share that same passion, that same zest, that same desire to get something done and take action, I feel fantastic. If you like any of those ideas, try to make them a more regular feature in your life. One of the ideas that I mentioned in a previous podcast is even create an opportunity to find something that you feel good about or makes you feel good. Actually create yourself an exercise to do that. The more things that you do which fall within the values that you love, the more energized you are. The more energized you are, the better your buffer against later stress.
And that's all we've got time for. So for more, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang, for my tried and tested positive psychology and coaching techniques. Go to my website, www.draudreyt.com, for blog articles, which are also packed with the practical tools I use. And if you want to book one-to-one coaching, expert comment, or a well-being presenter, email me on audrey at clickproductions.co.uk. Make time to invest in you.